Hey, all you nostalgic yahoos. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm the Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about so. this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're discussing Season 5, Episode 13, Up in Flames. <laughs> flames? Flames. <laughs> on the side, on of, the my side face. of my face. <laughs> Classic. Clue. The movie Clue, everyone. If you haven't seen it, watch it this Halloween season. Yes. Well, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired on November 30th, 1994. One birthday to mention, December 6th, Lindsay Price, who plays Janet in the later years, turned 18. Janet. No, just kidding. I don't Mm -hmm. know anything about that character. (laughs) You're a novice. (laughs) <laughs> on season six through ten yes right you know yeah uh one movie december 9th disclosure star- starring michael douglas and demi moore based on the book by michael Crichton. oh yeah i've seen that movie have you seen it no i don't think okay. so it's an odd michael Crichton book hmm. so the movie's also odd interesting i've only read but, one michael yes. Crichton in my life which one was it it was the Terminal Man? Is that the Michael Crichton? Terminal. What an interesting choice. It is. Why would you choose The Terminal Man? I really don't. I can't remember why I chose it. Maybe because it was really huh. short. It's okay. pretty short. So maybe that's why. All right. TV. All right. December 3rd. Sonic the Hedgehog airs its final episode. Oh, what a golden age where there was two dueling Sonic the Hedgehog shows on at the same time with a similar voice cast. That was the life. The 90s. You know? <laughs> And December 10th, Garfield and Friends aired its finale. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and Friends. <laughs> did you did you watch that show? Yeah, sometimes. Did you run DVDs, anything like that? Yes. Okay. I watched right. a Garfield show. I assume it was this one. I, I remember it would be. Yeah. I remember an episode where the pig, I don't know the pig's name, but the pig. Olsen. Uh, he took the tag off his mattress that said, do not remove. And he was very worried <laughs> that he was going to be arrested. Those, <laughs> like the, the ones set on the farm were the, yeah, well, for obvious reasons. Those were called U.S. Acres. It was based on another Jim Davis strip. And it was not a successful strip. And it was, like, canceled. But it was already in the show. And so the show kept going with U.S. Acres, even though, like, the comic strip was canceled, like, instantly. Hmm. Look, I don't know why I know these things, Kendra, Okay. I think you do know but why do. you know these things. <laughs> I do know. All right. Maybe. Music-wise, the Beatles' Live at the BBC album was released. Love that album. There's two volumes of that. Have you listened to either one of them? Probably not. I'm not usually a live music kind of person to listen to on these CD. Not... I mean, I like yeah, going to concerts. No, I get it. So these are not like concert tracks these are songs that they performed like live on bbc radio or television in studio so they're 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 like live in studio um but what's interesting about them especially this first one is that it has 
songs that the Beatles never put on an album. There's at least one song on this album that is a Lennon McCartney that the Beatles never recorded outside of this live performance. So just some cool little things on there. I like both volumes of it. I, I dare say there's not a Beatles thing that you don't like. Would that be a true statement? Hmm. I don't really like the song Devil in Your Heart. I never have. Hmm. Well, it sounds pretty dark. I don't know that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The fifth annual Billboard Music Awards hosted by Dennis Miller and Melrose Play star Heather Locklear happened around this time. Top male artist went to Snoop Dogg. Top female artist went to Mariah Carey. And top new group Ace of Bass. They saw the sign. (laughs) (laughs) One more thing to mention. On December 3rd, the Sony PlayStation was released in Japan. Oh, my. The world was never the same. Never the same. We had a PlayStation growing up. The original little gray box. Yeah. We loved it. We played a lot of Tekken. I never really... Oh, Tekken. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's fun. Yeah, we were a Tekken Tekken on my Xbox. I never really got in. I mean, the first PlayStation system I had was a PS4. Mm. So, like, I sporadically played PlayStation games, like, at, you know, with my brothers or whatever. But, like, I never really got into it until PS4. Uncharted all the way, Kendra. I love those games. Oh, yes. Uncharted. Are you excited for the movie if it ever comes out? <laughs> Not really, because I think Tom Holland is, like, the weirdest casting in the world for Nathan Drake. I mean, mm. I'll see it, but... I don't get it. Well, as a big Tom Holland fan, I'm excited. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will. In 2021, our friend Brian Austin Green played the recurring role of Jeff on the Roseanne-less Roseanne spinoff, The Connors. Did you ever watch Roseanne back in the day? I wasn't allowed. I feel that I wasn't really allowed either, but I have seen a lot of the old show. Mm. As soon as my brain hears the theme song it tells me to like turn it off because that that's, that's how it was. I'd hear that opening, your programming. that opening music and I'd be like, Nope, got to turn it off. Too, Brian too Austin much, Green as a yeah. recording is still on dancing with the stars. He's still, uh, oh. he's still in it to win it. So, and you, are you up to date on dancing I am with the not, stars? I have not been watching it. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're you're an OG fan, and Brian Austin Green is on it. I feel I like you're know. letting it I just down. can't forgive them for getting rid of Tom Bergeron and oh. Aaron Andrews. Mm. It just makes me mad. Okay. And okay. I, yeah, I mean, I like Tyra Banks, but I'm just mad about it. So you're loyal. I get yeah. it. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Let's look at the synopsis. Up in Flames is the name of today's episode. Steve teams up with Valerie and Griffin to hold an offsite party at a house with a faulty electrical system. What could possibly go wrong? Meanwhile, Emily Valentine shows up, which puts a strain on Kelly and Brandon's relationship. Also, Kelly visits Dylan in rehab and stirs up some old feelings. (laughs) All right. Now who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Meredith Stein and directed by Gilbert Shilton. We didn't see all of our regular cast members. I don't think we saw Mark Damon Espinosa as Jesse at all. Is we that did correct? Not. That is correct. Did we see Walsh parents? We saw Cindy. Yeah, so a couple, couple missing this time around. Recurring players Ryan Brown as Morton Muntz. Casper Van Dien as Griffin Stone, who I guess is nice again. Is Maybe? he? Maybe. Is he though? I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, he had a moment where he seemed nice, but I guess by the end, yeah, he shows yeah. his true colors. And he shows his true colors. <laughs> we have Christina Lee's as Emily Valentine. Kendra. She's back. She's, she's back <laughs> with uh, yet again drastically different hair. Maybe the it's worst terrible. hair we've it's, ever seen. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. I really yes, hate it. It is, it is really, really bad. We have some new recurring players, and they include Sarah Melson as Allison Lash. She appeared in a 1993 episode of Melrose Place, so she's a familiar face to the franchise. She was also in shows like Murder, She Wrote, Clueless, and Frasier. We have Christine Maiha as Dana. So she has actually already appeared in an episode of 90210. She was in The Time Has Come Today, which is the one set in the 60s. She was one of the, like, hippie people in the background. So this is... Her second appearance on the show, but her first time as Dana, and we'll see her several more times. Um, this is her primary credit. 90210 is like the main thing on her resume here, but she appeared in the films Interlocked and Final Voyage. All right. So if you liked those movies, you're going to be real excited to see And I today. did. <laughs> did you? I thought so. <laughs> Finally, we have Daniel Ray Silvas as Eduardo. Uh, this is the first of at least two appearances from the character. He appeared in the David Duchovny film Playing God. And that is our cast for this week. All right. Well, let's dive in to uh, this hot episode. Man, I couldn't think of a good one. I was trying to think of a better one. Couldn't do it. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. We start at the Walsh house. Brandon and Kelly have been out collecting pine cones, as one does. That was a real head scratcher. But yes. (laughs) To start fires, I guess, in their fireplace. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. All right. Uh, they talked a little about how, hey, Kelly used to build, she she got a, a patch for building a fire when she was in the Girl Scouts. There you go. Cindy's... I don't, I don't believe that, but okay. She did. I, Cindy maybe. asks her about being on the cover of Seventeen magazine, which apparently she, Brandon was not supposed to have told her, but he did. Mm. And Kelly says, oh, it's not a sure thing. We don't know what's going to happen, and... Brandon says, pretty pretty soon you're going to be a top model and Billy Joel's going to be calling. As Billy mm-hmm. Joel does. He calls models. Billy Joel uh, was famously married to Christy Brinkley. That's what the song Uptown Girl oh, is about. Oh, got it. Okay. I didn't get and it. That's why, that's, <laughs> Brandon says something about it. He's like, he's still getting over Christy or something like that. It was a very famous coupling that famously didn't last. But I guess right. not that famous because yeah, we didn't know about I it. I didn't know about it. Well, as he says that, the phone rings and Kelly goes to answer it. And it is a whatever person saying that there's an international call and will she accept the charges, which she does. And she assumes it's Brenda, but it's not. Which I thought was I thought it was nice, though. I thought she was like, hey, Brenda, totally made sense to me. I like that. Yeah. Not Brenda, though. It's Emily Valentine. Emily Valentine. Calling from... France. Yep, she's in Paris. She's been yep. in. She's been in Paris. That's right. Um, we get our first look at her haircut, which is, as Oof. we've said earlier, quite oh. quite awful. Does it's nothing bad. for her face at all. It's a very short bob, like eye level short bob. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. real rough. like an Edna Mode kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, which is annoying because I like I thought she looked really pretty in the last episode we saw her in with the longer hair but whatever yeah so emily is calling to say that she has a layover 
in Los Angeles and she was hoping to see Brandon. Right. And he says, yes, he will come pick her up from the airport. It'll be great. Then we get the intro. After the intro, we are at the Peach Pit. Steve and Griffin are passing out flyers for Steve's Holiday Rave. (laughs) What holiday? Thanksgiving? I guess it must be, yeah. Yeah, because they keep talking about how it's been a year since he saw True. Emily Valentine. Yeah, so. yeah, and Kelly's like, last last Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, so a Thanksgiving rave. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin is annoyed that his name is not also on the flyer because they're both throwing it. But right. Steve kind of shrugs that off. Nat wonders why he's not having the rave at The Rockstar. Is this the first time they've said that name or have I just missed it? I didn't really know what they were even talking about. I thought so. they were talking about the building that they bought to do the place next door. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard them call it the rock star. Before. I haven't either. So Steve says that it's not, it's not going to be ready for weeks. They want to go ahead and have this rave. And Nat says, all right, that's fine. Go ahead. Do your own thing. Enter Valerie who has a flyer and she is really, really wanting to help. She's trying. Mm-hmm. She's like, what can I do? Can I help you with getting the word out? Can I pass out flyers? Can I do this? Can I do that? And finally, Steve uh, says that she can pass out flyers. I don't. I don't want to just say the same thing every week, Kendra. But I don't get what they're doing with Valerie. I don't either. Because she should be working some angle. She should have some reason to want to get back in Steve's good graces. But she really doesn't seem to have an alternative motive. Maybe she just so, likes him. She doesn't, though. We know she doesn't. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it either. At Kelly Donna Claire's Claire and Dave. 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 David. Dave. I wrote, I wrote Dave. I don't know why I wrote okay. that. I mean, Claire sure. and David are posting... About the party on an electronic bulletin board. As I love one that. as yeah. one does in the nineties. Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked really good. David accidentally posts it in the wrong forum at first and then he reposts it into the right forum. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Talk Donna thinks Ray would be perfect for playing music at this rave. Because totally. when I think rave, I think acoustic guitar. <laughs> Slow acoustic guitar. Maybe he could sing that 10-minute Halloween song that yeah. he was singing for the children. They seem to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. They, they seem to have a good time. Yeah, that'd be great. Claire wants to make it a triple date to the rave as Brandon and Kelly come in. She's like, oh, we should all triple date and go to this rave. And Kelly, you can tell, is upset. She's like, well, we can't do it. Brandon has plans. Yeah. She, and she goes off to her room and... Brandon informs them that Emily is coming to town and David refers to her as the Firestarter girl. Mm-hmm. I feel like she, he would have remembered her more than just being like, hey, isn't she that girl who did that thing? Like, I feel like they were all kind of close. I don't think, I think that was, David was still kind of fringy at that was point. Was he? Okay. Because that was remember. high school. That was the high school years. I know, but he like went to that party with them and... Did he? Okay. Yeah, he was at that underground rave that they went to. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Brandon's like, you slay me, Silver. (laughs) Brandon follows Kelly to her room, and she is basically like, 
can you tell me what actually happened between the two of you last year? Because Brenda said it wasn't it wasn't nothing that happened when mm-hmm. you went to see her in San Francisco. And at first, Brandon kind of plays it off, but then he says, "You know, I fell for her, but that was BK before Kelly." And uh, his feelings are completely gone, he says. He has no feelings for her. We'll see. We'll see about that. We will see this play out. Steve, Griffin, and Valerie are at this house where they're throwing the rave. And Steve Mm -hmm. is super pumped. He's like, look at all this space. And we're going to have lights over here. And we're going to have tacos over here. And... Uh, Valerie's, you know, looking around, making a list of things they need to do. Griffin doesn't want to do a big catered event. He's like, let's just put out some chips and soda and call it good. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't think that Steve can pull off all the things that he wants. He wants to make different rooms upstairs, different mood rooms upstairs. Yeah. And Griffin says, there's no way. I don't. Look, I haven't planned a lot of rapes in my life, so take this with a grain of salt. But this thing seems like a mess, you know. Yeah. When you when you when you're coming up with like four course like Mexican feast to serve, like at a, I mean, you're gonna eat, like be eating enchiladas while you're on a rave dance floor and like yeah. Ray's playing acoustic guitar upstairs in the bedroom. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's a really gassy I, food, which is great for <laughs> enclosed spaces perfect. with lots of people. Notoriously messy, you know falls apart every time you take a bite that's what you want on a dance floor you know (laughs) you want slick seasoned beans covering your dance floor yeah that's what you want itsy bitsy spider (laughs) party sucks yeah okay as they're talking a fuse randomly blows and the lights go out and steve's like ah it does that it'll be fine yeah. There's some interesting camera work here. It's almost like a shaky cam as we follow Griffin to the fuse box. And it's not mm-hmm. the normal camera stuff that we we normally see. It felt like documentary style shaky cam for a moment. Yeah. It was just that one moment. But I clocked it. I thought it I kind of wonder because, yeah, I, I think it, I think you're right. But I think this is just like a real house. They're not on a set or something. And it just seems like the way to get to that electrical panel is just around corners and curbs and stuff. And they probably did have to go with some, yeah, you know, homespun like here, Rick, <laughs> just hold this camera and follow Casper Van Dien into this closet. <laughs> Griffin and Steve then go into full argument mode, but Valerie kind of comes between them. She has made a list for each of them. She hands them the list and is like, look, we each do our list. We'll get it done. We can do it. And Griffin is uh, appeased for the moment. Steve asks Valerie, why is she being so helpful? What does she want? What's she trying to get out of it? But all she wants, Nick, is another chance with Steve. That's all she wants. She doesn't want a cut of the money. She just wants Steve. Yeah, she strung him along and (laughs) cheated on him and lied to him. And, you know, but they had some okay times. That was weeks ago. Yes, days even. <laughs> At Kelly Donna Claire's that night, Brandon cannot sleep. So he goes outside mm-hmm. and the Santa Anna's winds are blowing. And he has a flashback to his goodbye to Emily a year ago when she got in the cab and left for Paris. 
Kelly then joins him yeah. on the porch and, you know, says she also can't sleep because of the winds. And then we get a flashback to a scene I forgot about between her and Dylan, where he's talking about the winds and how they make you do crazy things. And then they end up kissing. I forgot about that scene. She yeah. looks so young. They and chose... that was not long ago. No, she really does, though. The hair, it, it makes it makes all the difference. I feel like they chose really good scenes for both of those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it made me kind of be like, yeah, maybe let's do that. Maybe you choose that. <laughs> maybe. maybe let's go yeah. back to that. And they kind of say, oh, a lot has happened this year. And then they go back to bed. At the house, the party house, the rave house, Steve is talking to the guy who's going to be. No, it's not a party yet. It's still it's still pre party. Sorry, sorry. They're still planning, setting up. Still and uh, Steve mm, is talking to the food guy who's going to be making. Eduardo. Yeah. And he's like, I'll make whatever you he'll he'll make. Now he's going to make yeah. quesadillas and a cheese quesadilla will hold together on a dance floor. So <laughs> you, you speak with such authority on that fact i tested it i went to a club i ordered a quesadilla and then i I danced last time you saw the rolling stones in preparation for the episode so i believe this (laughs) uh so yeah so they're talking about food donna arrives with ray's truck which i guess they needed to you know haul stuff to the party yeah, they never really. That's that's kind of a MacGuffin. They're like, we need a truck, yeah. and then she shows Where up will the we truck, get a and they're truck? like, the truck which we need. You know, <laughs> there's not really a reason, you know. Yeah, but she is not just going to give Steve the truck. He, she will only let him use it if she allow if he allows Ray to play in one of the mood mm. rooms. Quid pro quo, Kendra. Yes, and Steve. Quid pro quo. Steve agrees, and then we have a hilarious, I can only think, improv little thing between he and Donna, where yep. she like goes to shake his hand and then fakes him out, and then he like pushes her into the car and like. Yeah. It was so <laughs> He's funny. Like, I'm gonna drive you home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely a, a like we've called cut and yeah. just continuing on, which is again some of my favorite moments. I, know. In all I love of that series. stuff. So I, I wrote that one down too, though, because I liked it. Next scene, Kelly has gone to visit Dylan at rehab. And she is draped on him like a silk yes, scarf. Yes, they're like holding hands and arm in arm. and Making all kinds of plans. Yeah, very close. And she tells Dylan about the modeling. And at first she's afraid that he'll judge her. But he says this medical band on his wrist means he's not allowed to judge anybody. Oh, and they they have a seat they're talking and he says that he fell in love with her and then he asks how brandon is and she asks if she's still seeing him and he says that you know it's it's hard for him to know that she's with brandon and that a lot of his problems started when he lost her yeah Um, but that he was you know miserable he was a miserable person I've got to say, I'm pleased with both Dylan and Kelly still struggling with the breakup. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, like, Kelly, it's been layered really well with her being angry at Dylan and over Dylan, but also sort of like every time it's come up again, she's been a little like, I kind of do. I kind of still in. And I like that. I think it's cool. I think it's super lame that Brandon hasn't followed up with Dylan at all, that he hasn't gone to see him or anything yeah. like that. But he's just like, yeah, he's, forget it. He's not doing good things. No, he's not not being a good friend. 
Nope. At the Walsh house, Brandon is getting ready to go pick up Emily, and he is, I mean, he's fully dressed up. Yeah. Shirt, tie, jacket. Yeah. He's flossing. Mm-hmm. And we get a quick little laundry scene because she's there. I love it though. She's there to drop off Hannah uh, yeah. for the for the Walshes to babysit, and mm-hmm. asks him about, you know, oh, are you really nervous because you're going to see Emily? And Brandon instantly confides in her that yeah. he thought he was over her, but he can't stop thinking about her, and he just doesn't know. Yeah, and. Andrea's like, it'll be fine. It's a four-hour layover. What could possibly mm-hmm. happen? You'll catch up. You'll put her happen? back on the plane. It'll be fine. I, I can't think of any disasters that might happen during those four hours, nah. Kendra. Nah. It's too short. Look, it's too short of a time. I, I agree. And this this was also a short scene, but some of the best Andrea stuff we've had in a yeah. long time. Yeah, Seasons. it was a nice... <laughs> it was a good scene. <laughs> it was a nice Andrea-Brandon scene. Then we go to the rave. And there's nobody there. There's like five people there. And Steve and Griffin and Valerie are kind of freaking out about that. Donna and Kelly arrive and say, uh, everyone's parking. They'll, you know, everyone comes in a big group. They'll be here soon. Mm-hmm. After they walk off, two girls walk in and say, hey, is this the rave? And Steve's like, yes, this is it. You saw it on the internet. Come on in. And they do come on in. And they quick. we quickly see that these girls are in, cu- in couples. They keep yeah. paying, paying as couples. And Steve is like, David, uh, <laughs> what'd you right. do? Right. And turns out that the forum that David accidentally posted on was a women seeking women forum right right so months is over the moon about it too he is he's so excited he's excited so it was in the women seeking women whatever message board but it's all couples that are showing up yeah you know yeah rather than just like singles singles looking to mingle you know you would think it would be singles but i guess how else would would they show us so quickly (laughs) what's happening by the way I'm a lady here for the rave, and I hope to date a lady that I meet at the rave. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> Could I have a full plate of enchiladas with sour cream on the dance floor, please? All the salsa. <laughs> the thinnest, like, most liquidy salsa you have, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said that as you took a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> Uh, okay, we go... No, we're still at the rave. So David says he, he messed up. And then the scene ends with uh, the fuse being blown again. Yes. They have to mm-hmm. go replace another fuse. At the airport, we see Emily Valentine and Brandon see each yes. other. There's hugs. He is way too dressed up. I mean, he looks like he's going to church. It's crazy. Yes, especially because, like, the... The story, at least, is he's supposed to meet them at the rave when he's done. Like he's gonna, he's gonna yeah. go to the rave. Like, like I mean, if I if, if I was Kelly and I saw him dressed like that to go pick up his ex girlfriend from the airport, I would be upset. Be mm-hmm. like, why are you dressing up all special for a oh, four yeah. hour layover? That right. doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
So she says that she's there, or she's going to a seminar in San Diego, I think. Something like that. And she also says she's thinking about transferring there eventually. Right. Right. Brandon tries to get her to go to the rave. I think he's trying to uh, not let them be alone together for too long. But she really wants to avoid the party scene. Yeah. She also says, I love you. Very randomly. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, really it, think it made sense in the conversation. Yeah. No, it didn't. It didn't. She just all of a sudden was like, I love you. And Brandon's like, okay, let's go get coffee. <laughs> I think it kind of makes sense in that we know that she's kind of set this up. I mean, I guess we'll get into that. But yeah. the more you find out about why why she's there and, and the, the time frame and everything, it does kind of make sense to me that she's testing the waters. Yeah. At the rave, Steve, do Steve and Valerie go upstairs? Somebody says, let's go upstairs. And I thought it was Steve and Valerie. Steve and Valerie do make their way upstairs because um, some of the people are throwing water balloons. No, this is before that, though. Oh, okay. I really thought it was Steve and Valerie were like, hey, let's go upstairs. But maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. I don't remember. But another another fuse blows. And everyone starts chanting, power, power, power. (laughs) So I guess this happens several times. (laughs) Yeah. And Griffin goes to change the fuse and Eduardo is also there and he's saying it's too much. This is like, this is bad. We should not just keep replacing the fuse like this. And Griffin instantly belittles him and is like, oh, what? You're a chef and you're an electrician now. How about you just go cook the food? Come on. What a dummy. Yep. At the Peach Pit, uh, Brandon and Emily are there getting coffee. Nat remembers her. And they talk about how the peach pit reminds them of uh, the good old days. Yeah. It has like a comforting feeling for them. And then Emily drops her truth bomb that she does not have another flight that night. It's her conference is not actually until next week. So she was kind of testing the waters to see how things were between her and Brandon and if he wanted her to stay. Right. He does tell her that he has a girlfriend and his reasoning is, you know, you said you would write and you didn't, Yeah. you didn't contact me at all. What was I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's, mm-hmm. she, she doesn't really have a good, she, I mean, she says she thought it would be easier yeah. if they just didn't well, talk to each other. Because the way they left it, they weren't like going to try long distance. Yeah. And so I think she was just like all or nothing, basically. And, yeah. Uh, but then why is she back? Why is she doing this then? The heart wants what the heart wants, Kendra. I guess. You know? I guess. She says, Brandon, when Brandon says the girlfriend thing, she's like, anyone I know? And he's like, well, yeah, actually, it's Kelly Taylor. And she's like, well, she's about as Beverly Hills as you could get. Yeah. And Brandon doesn't really defend her. Like, Emily's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, it's fine. She's changed a lot, which yeah. is kind of a backhanded way of being like, of defending his girlfriend, but you know, yeah, whatevs, Brandon. Back at the rave, one of the women seeking women who is not seeking women because she's, she's there with her girlfriend. Her name is Allison. Her girlfriend's name is Dana. Dana. Okay. So Allison. They were women seeking women, but they sought each other. Yes. Correct. Acquired. Yes. They've acquired each other. They're at this party together, but then Allison comes up to 
Um, it's Claire, oh, yeah. David, Muntz, and yeah. somebody else. And Muntz is like, oh, she's coming over to talk to me. But she's actually there to see if Claire wants to dance. Claire right. is like, how about we all dance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can see Dana in the in the background just like arms crossed, just like fuming mm-hmm. watching this. She's not thrilled. Not no, she's thrilled. not happy. Someone comes and tells Steve that these guys are throwing water balloons out the window upstairs. So there you go. There he, it is. He and Valerie go up there to stop them from doing that, which they do. But then we were talking about Brandon's weird outfit. I just have to point out that Steve is wearing like a full tuxedo with a white jacket. Yeah. So white. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Classy. I don't know. He looks like a waiter at a prom. <laughs> He does, yeah. and, and I don't know. Like I don't know how that's like rave attire. But again, you know, I'm I'm not. He's out running the, the right. Griffin is me. in a Griffin's it's, in a suit too. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I'm pointing like this. Like Griffin's in the other you did, room. You did point as if Griffin was nearby, <laughs> and in, in, yeah. in a direction would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie points out that they're now in this room alone, and oh. it's oh. very it's cozy in this room, and. She's missed being in his arms and things get very kissy kissy and apparently she's not wearing underwear and mm-hmm. Steve, he figures that out quick. Steve at first tries to be like, maybe we should stop this, but but then he gives in. Yeah. To, to well, well, uh, <laughs> Steve's like, we shouldn't start something that we are not going to finish. And she says, well, that's too bad because I'm a pretty amazing finisher. I was like, oh. She said a strong finisher. <laughs> a I'm strong a strong finisher. finisher. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. The, Again, it's like, classic, are, we in, are we in Melrose Place? Again? Classic Valerie exactly. innuendo there. <laughs> yeah, it was classic. It was. Somewhere Lucinda Nicholson was even blushing at yeah. that one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We get a quick scene where Brandon and Emily are driving around and talking about, oh, do you think it would be the same if we did start up again? And I guess we'll never know. And Brandon says, if you had asked me a year ago to move to San Francisco, I would have done it. I would have moved there to be with you. And Claire says, it's just bad timing. Yeah. Bad timing. Terrible hair. Uh, you know, yep, all the things. A lot of things. Yep. Back at the rave, Kelly is not having a good time. Brandon never showed up. He was supposed to be there an hour ago, and he did not show up. Mm-hmm. And Claire says, you don't have to worry about Brandon straying. Trust me, I know. Because <laughs> like remember because... how Claire was trying to take Brandon from Kelly? <laughs> or a long time for yeah. a long time yeah all of season four and then this year she's like i just like to do wacky things with david i believe in aliens <laughs> kelly says she's gonna call a cab and go home but before she she's at the door and then she decides i need to use the bathroom right. so she goes up to the bathroom and allison is in line for the bathroom and they meet in that line and then kelly says well bye and Allison follows her because Kelly knows about another bathroom. A secret bathroom. A secret bathroom that nobody knows about. Allison passes her girlfriend on the way to the bathroom and her girlfriend tries to stop her and she says, I'll just be five minutes. It's fine. But I'm sure. Why wouldn't you just be like, I'm going to the bathroom? Yeah, I know. So the bathroom is off this movie theater room. It's like a home yeah, theater. Boy, 
they really hold that camera angle just right because you see like part of a curtain and a couple of seats. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, wow, it's a huge home theater. It's a theater. She, Allison and Kelly sit and talk about movie history for a bit. We learn that Allison is a movie, a film major or something. And then they go to use the bathroom. And we see that the fuse box is fully exploding at this point. The lights are staying on, but the fuse box itself is exploding. Okay. Later on, Griffin is wondering where Steve has disappeared to, and the lights go out again, so Muntz goes to check on the fuse box, and he opens the door, and it is just like, it's like backdraft, it's like fire, yes. And then he doesn't close the door behind him, he just runs away and leaves the door open. I'm like, you've just, okay. You've doomed us all. all. Hey, not for nothing, but backdraft is a really boring movie. I've done the backdraft thing at disney that's all i know about backdraft okay all right (laughs) it was it was really boring at disney too so yeah all right so it's full panic now months is screaming fire everyone is stampeding trying to get out of the house and the fire catches quick i mean the house the house goes up really really fast david and claire are helping up a girl Yeah, not a stick of furniture in that house, but nope. somehow it's like it's like the house was made of kindling. <laughs> David and Claire help up a girl who's fallen and is like being trampled, and Claire's like a teacher. She's telling everyone to walk. Yeah, Ray and Donna are trapped in the mood room upstairs with some people, but there's apparently a back way out. So Ray tells Donna to go the other way, get people out. He's going to check if there's anyone else upstairs. And get them out. He's being a hero. He finds Steve and Valerie are also upstairs. And a beam falls. So they're like separated by this beam. Where, mm-hmm. where the heck this beam came from, I don't know. Yeah. It's, a, it's not that big of a hallway. And <laughs> what Ray does is he gets a blanket and he he gets it wet with um, punch. Yeah, and I was, I was watching this with my wife, and she was like, "Boy, I hope they didn't spike that." Punch. I know. Otherwise... I was like, "Wouldn't there be alcohol in the punch?" Yeah, it seems like there would be, but I guess just lemonade. It's just wholesome. Yeah, that's the wholesome room. Yeah, he was playing chill guitar in the wholesome room. <laughs> so he throws it to Steve and Valerie. They put it over themselves, and they're able to get out. Hey, Kendra, here's a here's a fun real life fact for you. Jamie Walters eventually retired from acting. Jamie Walters, who plays Ray. Okay. And became a, a fireman. That's what, what he does now. That's what he does for a living. Do you think he was inspired by this episode? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Ray's a you pretty good would, fireman in this episode. You think episode. he would talk to us about uh, his firefighting? And I'll, his I'll get the radio meanwhile intern right on it. All right. Please do that. Kelly and Allison are still in this theater and they they said earlier i didn't mention that this room is soundproof so they don't hear anything going on outside they've both used the bathroom now and they're going to leave but they smell smoke allison touches the doorknob and the doorknob is hot and they see smoke coming from under the door so they both run into the bathroom and shut the door um everyone is now outside steve is looking around you know seeing who's there 
Um, I thought, I mean, it's a serious scene, but I thought that some of the extras in the background were funny because it seemed like their direction was just like run around and scream. And they're just like <laughs> running in circles, like waving their arms. <laughs> it was it was kind of funny. Were they Muppets? Maybe. Okay. Be an interesting scene to put Muppets in, but. <laughs> he finds the gang and. Donna says that Ray is still in there. Please go get him out. So Steve goes to look for Ray and he finds Ray dragging Dana. Dana? Mm -hmm. Is that her name? Yeah. Why do I yes, keep forgetting her name? He's Dana. dragging Dana out. She's trying to get back in because she's saying her girlfriend is in there. Allison's in there. So Ray says, you know, Steve, you take Dana. I'm going to go look for Allison. Mm-hmm. Months is worried about how much this is going to cost because yeah. the house is on fire. And right. Griffin says, it'll be fine. I'm going to go talk to the firefighters. And then he leaves. Griffin. He leaves. Griffin. And back in, okay, back in the bathroom, Kelly is losing her mind. She is... I mean, she she's really, really freaking out. Very good acting here, I think, from from uh, Allison or Jenny Garth. Jenny Garth. Jenny Garth. Good okay. thing of her name. This whole I mean, this whole this whole time, I really think her her I'm really scared that I'm going to die. Yeah, is no, very it was good. good. It was good. Allison was apparently a volunteer firefighter, so she starts getting <clears throat> towels and making them, uh, you know, putting water on them and then shoving them under the door, trying to keep the fire out. And she's trying to get Kelly to, to get a grip and stay with her. And she, Kelly makes a comment like, oh, my boyfriend didn't even show up tonight. Cut to uh -huh. Brandon is dropping off Emily at her hotel. Brandon. And they're like, oh, this was great. I don't even want to say goodbye. He gives her a kiss and goes to leave. But she stops him and says, I don't want I don't want you to go. And he says, I don't want to go. And then they kiss. And I have they never wanted to one, punch Brandon as hard as I did in this scene. The first one. Oh, we'll give it some time, Kendra. We've got lots of seasons to go. <laughs> okay. But the first one was a very chaste kiss. It was just sort of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was like a goodbye. And, this, and the second one was his like bird mouth on yeah. her. So yeah. that one was legit. Yeah, I'm very, very mad. I'm very mad at Brandon about this. I understand. It's, I understand. Uh, it's not okay. No, I agree. Back at the fire, Steve is looking for Griffin and he can't find him. Hmm. Allison's girlfriend, well, somebody makes Dana. a comment like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just wrote Allison's girlfriend because I didn't know no, her I name thought, while I, I was yeah. watching it. I think it's Donna makes a comment like, oh, I'm glad Kelly got in that cab and left. And Dana says, was it the blonde girl? Because she didn't leave. She's in there with Allison. And Steve just immediately starts bawling. Another good mm -hmm. acting moment. Yeah. That, like, that's... It didn't feel fake at all. No, it didn't. That that gets my little like a gold star for an acting moment in this episode because it was so quick and it was so genuine. Mm -hmm. I, I was really impressed by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back in the bathroom, Kelly and Allison are, they've done all they can. They're just sitting, waiting, trying to have hold they? it together. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a giant window they? behind them, but. That's what I'm saying. 
Kendra, I can't even tell you. This episode has driven me crazy for how old is it? 27 years? <laughs> because I, you walk in, you're right, there's a giant window and they never address it. So I don't know if that was just like not supposed to get in the shot and it did. But also, like there's a bathtub and a sink, like have water running, like wet the door, like do anything, you know? And they just like don't try the window and they don't use any of the water that they're surrounded by and they just like <laughs> sit on the floor and it makes me crazy you're just, right i didn't even think about like turn on the sink flood yes. the floor yes just spray just fill the use tub the, and let it overflow yeah use the the thing from the shower and spray yeah. spray yes. the door but i i, I clocked the window as soon as they walked in i was like oh, oh they'll go yeah. out the window because it's not i mean it's like a long thin wide window that they both yeah. could have shimmied out of so. absolutely i just I, I feel like they were trying to keep it out of the shot and they failed yeah. because otherwise just have a one second moment where they're like it's it's jammed or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> i mean yeah. then just break it then just break <laughs> it obviously but yeah or show i don't know show somehow that they can't get out the window right um so so okay so they're sitting on the floor they're trying to hold it together. They're saying they're glad that they aren't alone in this moment. Um, and Allison starts praying as fire is just consuming the door. Then they both start praying the uh, the Lord's Prayer. And then they hear firefighters on the other side. And they start screaming, help, we're in here. Help, we're in here. And that is the end of the episode. Sure is. It's a cliffhanger. It is a cliffhanger. Yeah. And there was a couple. They took a couple weeks off here. It's like two weeks what? in between. Yeah. How wrong. I know. I know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Kendra, what's your verdict? Uh, I think it was a good episode. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. There's a, there's a lot of drama going on. I mean, like, Steve and Valerie, what's happening? What's Valerie up to, as usual? Mm -hmm. um, you know, looking back on Kelly Dillon and what they had and getting us like, Oh yeah, that was great. Didn't we love Kelly Dillon? Which we did. Mm -hmm. And I then, know. I mean, I'm very mad about Brandon, but I liked he and Emily together in that I episode. I was like, let's do it. Let's have Brandon and Emily together again. I know that's the thing. Last time when Emily Valentine came back, I was like, I don't need this. You know, like when he visited her in the mental institution back the first time I was like, okay, good to have a little pin on it. The San Francisco stuff, I'm like, I didn't need this in my life, mm -hmm. you know, but it worked. And I was kind of glad that finally Brandon was sort of like, because we're never going to hear from Nikki again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he just kind of like, he's a love him and leave him type, Brandon. So I liked it. And then they kind of ended there. And I guess it would have been weird to never say it again. But I wasn't like hankering for more Emily Valentine. But she shows up in this episode and I'm like, darn it if it doesn't work. I know you it know? does. That's why it's frustrating. I blame I blame you, Nick, because you've been complaining that there's been no Brandon Kelly like stuff with their relationship. So I hope you're happy. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't get it because I remember the Brandon Kelly stuff from this era being like, yeah, they're finally together. And I'm watching it now and I'm like, they barely have a scene together. And if they <laughs> do, it's like, oh, kiss face. Maybe we should have sex. End of scene. You know, <laughs> like that's all you get. Yeah. And he and Emily do have a really good, like really different kind of chemistry. And so even in this episode, I was kind of like, I do see it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I do see it. 
Mm-hmm. And especially when we're dangling the Kelly Dillon. I don't know. Good, well played is all I'm saying. Well played. Well this. played. Yeah. What's your 90210 snap, Kendra? I mean, it's got to be the fire at the end. I agree. I agree. But I felt like the most soapy moment was the, I don't want to say goodbye. The don't. La, 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 you know. I'm just too mad about it. I know. Just too mad. I know. That's my snap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kendra. We're as we're recording now. It's October, and man, we've got a slate of radio. Meanwhile, Halloween extravaganza episodes that I'm very excited about. Me too. All right. Well, Kendra, you can catch me every other week uh, on this Andorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. What about you? I'm Miss Musebox ninety one on Twitter, and I have a website, MissMusebox.com, and a Etsy page, Miss Musebox Crafts, and I also am the co-host of the podcast '90s Music Got Me Like, where each week we look at a '90s song, uh, and we do have a fun Halloween. I don't, I won't give it away what we're doing. Oh, you're gonna okay? You're gonna keep it a secret. quite. I won't give it away quite yet, but uh, we okay. got a fun episode coming up for Halloween that'll be out uh, the the week before Halloween, October 25th. All right. Yeah. The other Radio Meanwhile specials include. Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales on the Sandorian Life, which is going to be dropping October 19th. You have X-Men 159 Night Screams, <gasps> a Dracula issue uh, over on previously on X-Men dropping on October 28th. And then right here, Kendra, next week, just as they did in the original run, we're going to take a little uh, a little siesta from the episodes to cover. And are you excited about this, Kendra? <laughs> We're going to be discussing the 2012 film Witch Hunter Gretel, yes! starring Shannon Doherty as Gretel. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be a thing of beauty. And then after that. We're gonna get on with uh, the. Conclusion. We're doing. We're doing exactly what the show did to I know. people. I think, we're making you I wait. Think it's only right. Will Kelly I think die? It's only right. Maybe. 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 All right. You'll have to wait. Yep. Are you gonna say it? Do you want me to say it? Remember when we used to race to say nine hundred two and here we go, Kendra? I miss those days. I miss you them. can say it. Nine hundred two and here we go. <laughs>